This AIM Hometown Innovations podcast is sponsored by Taft. At Taft, we play to win. Taft's Municipal Practice Group offers our clients a one-stop shop for all their city or town needs. From abatements to zoning, Taft has the experience and capability to achieve the best outcome for your city or town. Constructed a little differently, Taft has built its team with former corporation counsel and city attorneys. We not only understand the legal issue, but are also finally in tune with the challenges facing our local communities. Whether it be a budgetary challenge or political hurdle, we understand because we've been there and we're ready to put our experience to work for you. Taft is a modern, progressive firm and is the trusted advisor to many municipalities. Taft, playing to win and a proud partner of AIM. To learn more, visit taftlaw.com. This is Matt Greller, CEO of AIM. Welcome to the Hometown Innovations Podcast. Join us as we share ways our municipalities are positioning themselves for the future, thought-provoking interviews with state and local leaders, and more. Thanks for listening as we tell the municipal story. Welcome to this episode of AIM's Hometown Innovations Podcast. This is Chelsea Schneider with AIM, and today I am in the town of Cicero with Clerk Treasurer Jan Unger. Jan, thank you so much for being on the podcast. You're welcome. Thank Yeah, well, the town looks great. Such an awesome area, um, a high growth area. What are you all currently seeing in terms of that? Um, in the last couple of years, Cicero is a small town on the, in the northern part of Hamilton County, just north of Novaville, Westfield, and we have had several developments that have been moving along very slowly, but in the last couple of years, they've really taken off, and most of those have built out, and we opened a new development this year called Tamarack, and uh, we have two other developers that have submitted plans that will be adding additional housing to our area and will be part of Cicero. Uh, Tamarack is a quite exciting place. It's uh, building very quickly. They're on Section 2 already, and they have an area within that uh, development that is uh, maintenance-free villas, and they have... Uh, already have 32 commitments to buy and they have actually closed on 23 of those commitments. So they've come back to the plan commission and they're looking to increase the size of, of these maintenance-free villas because uh, a lot of people are, are busy or they're age-targeted for people that are older that don't want to or young people that um, are not ready to spend uh, as much time in their yard and and doing maintenance work. So with the new housing coming in and growth that you're seeing in Cicero, you all have done a lot too to strengthen the urban core. Um, a great you know, downtown area. I love going through and seeing the reservoir and all the unique buildings. You know, Describe to me the facade project you all undertook and how that kind of came to be. Well, the facade project was, it was a little slow getting started. Uh, um, as in most cases, we were not accepted our first round that we went through. And then uh, 
we submitted the application again and we were accepted and there were 13 buildings that were a part of this and the um, office of community rural affairs um, they were the ones that did did the primary funding for this project at 80 20 percent and even after we got accepted there were things that came up that needed more funding and our grant writer, uh, Tina Mendenhall, Mendenhall Associates, worked very diligently and very hard on this. And she uh, was able to get the Historic Renovation Grant Program to submit. They submitted applications to them. Each building owner, each business owner, submitted that application with her assistance. And they were able to help fund uh, most of the rest of the project. So one of the things that we did, the town of Cicero was not able to pay the 20% or to, uh, you know, do the 20% that was required by OCRA. And in doing that, uh, we went to each building owner in the district that we were trying to get the facade improvement in. And those building owners that accepted, they paid the 20% to get their building completed. And they were very good to work with. And the project took a long time, but um, we finished it up in uh, earlier this year. And I think that everything looks great. There was a building that was uh, had been vacant for about 10 years and with the facade all redone and the interior was all redone which wasn't a part of the project that we were able to open another facility another business in there it was Rocco's Pizza if you haven't had it it's very good so um, we have a wealth of restaurants in our area for the number of we only have 4,800 people in town so and I think we calculated we have like 17 restaurants which may be a record for a town our size oh, that's awesome know. they're all really good so <laughs> some of them are, are really high quality and uh, others are the you know our standbys that we like to go to mcdonald's and rallies and subway but we also have uh, 10 west and boathouse Delulas. we have mexican we have lots of pizza places <laughs> in a coffee shop and we're having a pop-up coffee shop that's going into our ice cream place that's open in the summer so the coffee is going to be open in the, the winter so i'll be interested to see how that goes that's great you know how did you guys start the planning for your facade project what was the conversation around this is what we need to do for our downtown well we looked at quite a few things tina with tina uh, with Mendenhall Associates. She worked through this process with us. And so we had uh, we had quite a few meetings to discuss what we wanted to do and which part of the, you know, did we want to do the facade or did we want to do a street or did, you know, what exactly did we want to do to improve our downtown? And it ended up being that all of the uh, discussions revol revolved around the the facade and that's where we decided to go and then we started working through how we were going to do the funding and then we 
and talk to each of the business owners to see what kind of interest that we were going to have and just kind of work through it. And it's great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can definitely tell that the project was really successful. It's done a lot, you know, for mm -hmm. um, downtown. What would you say to maybe a town leader who wants to look at a facade project? What did you learn in Cicero that you think would be important for them to know? Well, I guess the first thing is um, don't give up. If you don't get the grant initially, just don't give up. You know, kind of look at the comments and then go back in and, and see what you can do to maybe improve your application. The other thing is, uh, if the town's going to pay the 20%, that's okay, but look at other innovative ways to maybe pay that um, 20%. You know, like I said, our business owners actually took on that 20% themselves. And when we talked to them, it's like, why wouldn't we pay 20%? We're getting 80% of this improvement to our building. So the other thing is, there's... That always surprises. So once you get started on the project, anticipate that there's going to be probably some additional costs. There's going to be building uh, situations where it's going to need more work done than what we looked at because what you're looking at the facade, but what's underneath that facade also counts toward keeping the facade uh, in good condition. And with that project, your main street is also thinking about putting a pocket park into downtown. Describe that to me. What what conversations have occurred with that? The town owns a property that is just a grassed area in our downtown area, and so the um, our uh, main street program, which is called Our Town Cicero. They came up with the idea that they would like to put a pocket park in this area. And they have been working through this. Currently, we planted a tree there, so we had a tree lighting on Saturday night this week. So we had a Christmas tree lighting. We also received um, from creating places, we, well, because we did a Creating Places <laughs> grant, then we were able to um, get into a, a drawing for a kiosk. And uh, that kiosk has been installed there, and it is up and running. So if people were walking down uh, town, they can say, oh, what's going on in Cicero? And they can go to this kiosk, and they can look things up. And... Uh, they put a, you know, a park bench in there so you could sit in the picnic table and just, they're just trying to do things each season to, to keep that little area um, fresh and friendly. I guess overall, it's really improving the sense of place of downtown. When somebody visits downtown Cicero, sees the, the great facades sees this kiosk and you know plans for this park what do you want them to feel when they're in Cicero and kind of feel about the atmosphere of the community well I think we're a very friendly community I think we just really uh, we reach out I mean the restaurants a lot of people from uh, 
places other than Cicero come in to go to our restaurants and and then they can walk down and get ice cream and then they can take a walk across the lake and they can uh, check things out on the kiosk and see what might be going on. Um, I, I just think we're a very friendly town. I think we're we're fresh and upcoming with our new facades and people that come here I hear lots of good comments about our town and that's what we want to be. We really would like to stay with a small town atmosphere but um, we are looking at growth also because you need to have that growth to maintain your your stability. And you're also doing a lot of work in terms of your infrastructure. Describe to me the projects that you've been doing on your roads. Okay, let's see. I think I will start with um, Jackson Street is our main street through town. We have a main street, but I'm just going to tell you, main street is where the town was at one time. Uh, was on our main street and then that was uh, in the early days and then of course when the railroad came through town the town moved from the creek to um, the railroad community because that was the easiest way of transporting uh, products so um, main or Jackson Street being the main street we worked on the west side in the past, but currently we're working on the east side from State Road 19 to out of town. And that area had really poor sidewalks. It didn't have any lighting. Uh, there were few curbs and what curbs were there were in very poor condition. So we applied for community crossings matching grant and we received it. Now the grant only pays for certain things, like it will pay for curbs, it will pay for the paving of the street, it will pay, pay for our sidewalks that connect, but it wouldn't pay for our lights and it wouldn't pay for um, a lot of other things that we have put into this. The town sat down with this project and figured out what we could put into it what we could match with community crossings and because uh, the council, our town council, really wanted to do this project. And currently we have, the, the lights are installed, we put in trail width sidewalks because the county is looking to put a trail in uh, coming up one of their main roads that's very close to Cicero. And that trail we're hoping will uh, well, we know the plan is for it to come into Cicero, and it will also go out to Katewi Park, um, which is a county park and a very lovely park. So we're hoping that that will come into our trail width sidewalks, and that way there will be just a smooth transition there. Yeah, I, I mean, that's a lot, right? So that's, <laughs> that's awesome. You know, describe to me also you're doing a lot with wastewater treatment and the water plant, describe that, um, the inflow and infiltration project that you're doing. Okay, um, Cicero just finished applying for an SRF bond and we received that and we have closed on it and we are going to be doing 
lining of sewer lines. We're going to be replacing some sewer lines. We're going to be repairing anything that we uh, that will need to be done in this project area. And the project area is kind of all over town. It works mostly, I think, on Stringtown Pike, which is uh, where they're working the most, but there are other spot areas around town that they're doing. And so we're hoping that that will give us a little more capacity at our sewer plant. Our sewer plant has the ability to double in size, and this has been talked about for about the last 10 years. We knew that there was going to be a point where we needed to work on enlarging the sewer plant. So that probably will be one of our next projects to, to move forward with is to get uh, estimates and, and bids and try to figure out how much this is going to cost us and exactly how we're going to fund that. And also, uh, most of our growth is going to the uh, west side of the lake. We're divided. This town is divided in two. <laughs> There's the east side of the lake and the west side of the lake. And on the west side of the lake, we, we have water over there that it, it's not a huge issue, except that um, there are times when it does get low, and most of that comes in the summer when people are watering their, their yards. And so we're looking at, um, looking at that situation over there and make sure that we have plenty of uh, water in the air. We have plenty of water pressure, and so the council is considering moving forward with a, a, trying to locate an area for an additional satellite water plant. So um, those, those are big projects for our utilities right now. Just a lot going on in terms of long-term planning for the mm -hmm. community. From this, what do you hope this means for Cicero for years to come? Because there have been so many steps taken in terms of you know, strengthening the community. Yes, I, I would like to mention one more thing that we've been working on. And we have a baseball sports facility. And so we have been working with two organizations out at this facility. And there have been huge improvements on, on our baseball. We have uh, five fields, and there are maybe seven. <laughs> anyway, uh, we've been working to improve the drainage on those fields, the, uh, the two organizations that we're working with, uh, improve the drainage, improve the you know mounds, improve the seating, do a lot of different things at those fields. And last year, normally when it would rain, we would be out of the park because there would be, you know, flooding and we couldn't get it uh, resolved. And so this last year, we were able to have um, several baseball tournaments there. The rain would drain off very quickly. And so we're, we're kind of uh, improving that area. It's... Uh, it's a good thing to do. Obviously, we are not going to compete with Grand Park, but we want to have uh, plenty of uh, facilities that are usable for the our community and others that come in for tournaments. That's great. And so for the future, um, I, I think we'll try to manage our growth so that we don't get too flooded try to maintain our small town atmosphere, 
uh, being friendly, can't make sure our, our restaurants and our businesses are are stay with us and don't bail out somewhere down the road. We want them to be here. I think they're all well served right now. Um, and the lake, you know, is definitely a drawing place for our town. Uh, we uh, provided a uh, an accessible uh, kayak and canoe launch in one of our parks. We have two parks in town. And so that canoe launch is huge. And people use it all the time. And we've actually had to increase our parking area for the park because there's so many people come and use that, that kayak and canoe launch. And we put a pier in the last two or three years uh, for fishing at that park. And that allows um, anyone to come in and fish off of that pier, and they and it gets used a lot also. So I think we're just kind of like the you know hold our own to grow a little bit and manage that growth and continue to be a nice place to live. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast, Jan. We really appreciate it. Well, you're very welcome. Thanks for inviting us to to be a part of this and and I'll be interested to see what you come up with. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yes. This AIM Hometown Innovations podcast was sponsored by Taft.